0: In 1986, Hasbro was preparing to unleash a creation of glamour, glitter, fashion, and fame upon the world. And so Mattel stomped it into the mud. We are the D Geeks, and this week, we're hot. We're hot. Let's rock. <laughs> Everybody rock who's got it. Everybody rock. Everybody rock. Everybody, everybody rock who's got it. We got it. We got it. Yes, we are the Deep Geeks. I'm Mark.
1: I never agree to this intro.
0: Hello, never agree to this intro.
1: <sighs> I'm Avery. Hello. I. Why did we. <laughs> I want to go back to playing 100-foot robot golf. Why did you take me away from that?
0: Because, unfortunately, you made this podcast weekly instead of fortnightly. Aww. Well, yeah, but, I mean, we don't have
1: anything to replace the, the second week yet, so...
0: Well, this is where we are for now. Great. So, we're talking about Barbie and the Rockers. Also known as... Barbie and the Rockstars. Okay,
1: great. Also
0: known as... Uh, I think there were a couple more, but I didn't note them down because they weren't interesting. Okay, great. I mean, there are two episode titles and it's been referred to by the two different episode titles in different places, but it's generally just known as Barbie and the Rockers. So then, uh, Avery. Hi, what's up? What do you remember about Barbie growing up? Um, it was a doll. You have any? No, it was not even my
1: sister had any, I don't think. Ah, oh, you didn't inherit uh, any? I believe... Oh, God. I think my sister was more Cindy than Barbie. Yes,
0: I think... I, I don't remember entirely, but... I mean, we, we both have older sisters. Yeah. Um, I think my older sister had some, but they might have been Cindy's.
1: I get the feeling my older sister had Cindy's, but I didn't see them. Or I don't remember seeing them at all. So, yeah, I don't know... I don't know. I
0: I mean they were just I just
1: saw the adverts on TV and went, "Yep. Yep. They exist." Yep, they are dolls. Those adverts are awful. and wow, they really don't sell anyone on them. Mm-hmm. Mm. But uh, mm-hmm. mm. yeah. I mean there's a lot we could probably say about like uh the kind of things that Barbie dolls imply and like the whole problem of this, like, idealistic perfect girl being a thin white girl who is perfect at everything, but, I mean, that A, we're not that podcast, and B, it would just end up being a discussion about Barbie dolls and not this particular cartoon.
0: Well, to be fair, it will come up somewhat.
1: (laughs) Well, obviously it's going to come up. We're talking about something related to Barbie. It's going to come up no matter what, but... If we were to go into it, then it would just end up being an hour-long, dis- detailed discussion about yeah. it than anything else.
0: Regardless, these were... these. I mean, you cannot imagine... I don't think you could imagine watching children's television without seeing adverts for Barbie dolls. These things were ubiquitous.
1: I mean, really, the thing that I remember the most in terms of kids' programming adverts would be those really creepy baby dolls that you can get...
0: Oh right, those as well. Yeah, I mean, they were Barbie dolls. Was created as basically the alternative to that. The fact that every doll was just you can either be a
1: a pretty perfect white girl or you can be a mother. Yep. Really, kind of painting painting women in a hole, there, aren't you, lads?
0: Ah, but Barbie's Barbie's uh, slogan these days is "Girls can be anything."
1: Can they? according to Barbie, can they? Uh, yes. Are you sure? As oh, long they, as they have...
0: are specifically Barbara Mills Roberts.
1: Yeah, I mean, like...
0: Yeah, I mean, like, it's a
1: step in the right direction. It's definitely but them trying it's... to
0: cover up the... Um...
1: The horrifying past of Barbie.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. And visit
1: the dream wall. Oh, what's this? It's inspiration. What does it say? Be thin. Oh.
0: Oh, uh, the talking Barbie that, um... Oh, God, there was definitely an issue with the Talking Barbie where it would say horrifically sexist things, and this was in kind of the early 80s. Oh, dear. Yep. Well, Barbie. In the late 1950s, Ruth Handler repurposed a risque adult German doll as a children's toy. Renaming the doll after her daughter, she created Barbie, America's first fashion doll and it took the world by storm. As one of the first toys to use a marketing strategy that relied heavily upon television advertising, Barbie quickly became a household name and one of Mattel's biggest sellers. However, becoming the undisputed leader in the fashion doll industry led to some rather monopolistic business practices. Case in point, when Hasbro planned their own fashion doll line, Mattel's plan was not to compete with their offering, but to crush it preemptively. Armed only with the knowledge that Gem and the Holograms would be a rock star doll, they were set to work creating their own version. Reusing existing doll parts and accessories, they cobbled together Barbie and the Rockers in just 16 hours. Thanks to Mattel's speed and frugality, Barbie and the Rockers toys were both first to market and cheaper, making Gem and the Holograms look like an overpriced knockoff. Deke were brought in, in association with Saban, to create Barbie and the Rockers, out of this world, a two-part miniseries that would also double as a pilot for a longer run. The pressure from Barbie essentially doomed the Gem and the Holograms line, which was cancelled outright in 1988. Their foe vanquished, the Barbie and the Rockers line soon followed. Discussions between and Mattel for a longer Barbie series collapsed, but that is a story for another episode. And that's Barbie and the Rockers. Uh, that little that we know about it. In fact, Barbie and the Rockers is so uninteresting a doll line that, in fact, the vast majority of the information I found about it were on Gem and the Holograms' fan sites.
1: Yeah, that goes to show everything.
0: It it is this thing is defined purely on the fact that it is the thing other than Gem and the Holograms. It was there merely to ruin Gem and the Holograms. Mm. Which, um. It tried and it failed. Well, it doesn't even try. That's true. It In fact, attempted. it didn't try and it failed. It it
1: worked. Well, for a period of time, and then Gem and the Holograms came back and everyone loves it. And... But not as a doll. Well, that's true. Or the movie. The movie being okay, the but biggest but Ignoring plot the movie, the movie, the movie doesn't ever. exist. The movie doesn't exist. Shush, 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 shush.
0: No, no. I mean, it's nice that, um, Gem and the Holograms has had this come back as a cult comic series. Although I believe that one's ending now and they're moving into something else.
1: As far as I know, it's already ended.
0: Technically speaking, the main Gem series has ended by now. But there are, I think, one more issue of uh, Gem Infinite. The series in which they uh, are pulled into another dimension. Uh, oh, is
1: that what followed the mainline? line? yes. Ah, they that go would be and, why I couldn't find any more issues of it. Though. It's
0: called Gem Infinite. It is about them ending up in another dystopian dimension uh, that's the splinter point being uh, Pizzazz discovers who the holograms are, reveals the existence of hologram technology, resulting in dystopia.
1: Right. <laughs> oh, boy. Huh. I hear really good things about it now. Well, I mean, yeah, if it's anything like the comic was, then yeah. The,
0: the rest, yes, the main series.
1: You mean, does it directly follow on from that main
0: series? Uh, yeah.
1: Oh, okay, cool. I'll have to look into that. It's then. those
0: characters being transported to basically the Days of Future Past equivalent of their universe. Cool. Um, but we're talking about things that aren't Barbie and the Rockers, which is hard to talk about because there's not much of it. Uh, this was a mini series of two episodes, as I've said uh it was the pilot for a longer series that was never entered production. I mean you can see why this never entered production can't you um yeah
1: yeah 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 yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. um We'd better run through the plot. Okay, do you want me to run through the plot for you? Okay, let's run through the plot. I'll run through the plot for you. No interruptions, please. The plot of this 45-minute presentation. Was it 45 minutes? It was 45 minutes altogether, yep.
1: Two parts. Barbie has this super, super popular synth pop band called Barbie and the Rockers, right? It's so popular, she's loved around the world. It's so loved that she becomes the first world peace ambassador somehow. At a ball celebrating world peace. She stops the music just to go, Oh, hey, I'm going to go up into space and play some music there to celebrate world peace. And everyone's like, Oh, sure. Okay, cool. Uh, She somehow gets a hold of a spaceship, which is all bright pink. Uh, She launches into space and goes into a fucking massive space station that's just floating about up there. This is before the ISS, mind you. Uh, A space station shaped like a flower, even. Um... Where there is no, there is gravity on the space station, and then the door closes, and suddenly there's no gravity. They get dressed in their uniforms. They go up to the magical arena that is amazingly just set up in this space station inexplicably. She plays a bit of music there. Everyone loves her. End of part one. Part two comes in. The band has now has an inexplicably different name. Upon leaving the space station. They enter a fucking warp hole, which sends them back in time to the 1950s, whereupon they spend about a year there, just interacting and socializing with people, including this little girl. They somehow make their way back out of the wormhole, back into the present day, where actually fuck all has changed... They play a concert back on Earth saying, oh, wow, we made it back to it's back from space. Because no one noticed them gone for, like, however length of time that was in the 50s. And then uh, Barbie notices the girl that she socialized with back in the 50s is in the audience in the front row. And that woman now has a kid. And they're like, oh, Barbie and me go way back. And the kid is completely not bothered by the fact that her mother knows someone who is infinitely younger than her. And that's about it. Literally nothing fucking happens on this entire thing. It's just Barbie is perfect and she gets everything.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's the lot. There is no conflict. uh, The closest thing to a problem is that Barbie is transported time back into 1959, uh, which uh, never causes a problem for her, despite the fact that um, two of her uh, bandmates are members of uh, minorities that would have been persecuted in America in
1: 1959. Yeah. And also considering the fact that they landed in a fucking spaceship in 1959 and also, like... (sighs) They just constantly talk with people. They eat the food. They they just completely mess with the entire time continuum. Go back into the into the present day. Nothing's changed. One thing changed. Oh well, yeah. One girl now knows her <laughs> no, in the future. No,
0: no. The band is now suddenly called the Sensations. Oh well, that's no. the only change. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, but I dispute whether um, they stayed there for about a year. Um, as far as I can tell. They stayed there for somewhere between 12 hours and seven years.
1: Right, yeah. It's
0: completely unspecified.
1: It's kind of terrifying and confusing, yeah. I mean,
0: they meet Neil Armstrong uh, on the White House lawn. Neil Armstrong is in uh, the spacesuit and is flanked by Buzz Aldrin and the other guy no one can ever remember the name of. Uh, Let's
1: call him Gerald.
0: Yeah. Barbie and the Rockers presents us with a problem. Because normally we talk about the characters.
1: Barbie. Perfect. In every single way. White. Thin.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And her friends. Ken. <laughs> Ken. Boyfriend who is totally secretly plotting to kill her and Barbie's none the wiser.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that may be our headcanon for this, but...
1: I, I mean, that's I I think I prefer this, this that, that canon for Barbie in general. Just that Ken sec- actually hates Barbie and is secretly trying to kill her. Um, and Barbie is none the wiser from the entire point.
0: I mean, it makes the character a hell of a lot more interesting because yeah. the doting uh, as the doting boyfriend.
1: I mean, it would make sense as to why he's like, "Oh, Barbie, you are so perfect," and it's just like he's secretly behind the mask. Like, Ugh. it's just everything Ken says sounds like he is lying through his teeth. Is, so it would make sense.
0: Is this why um, she left him for Skip in the early 2000s? It's most
1: likely <laughs> that she figured it out eventually. <laughs> Um then yeah so you have got Barbie the perfect white one then there is Ken the perfect white boyfriend secretly planning to kill Barbie um and then we have her three friends including generic african american woman
0: uh that's generic steady. <laughs> generic asian woman um i don't know the name but it begins with a d and generic white woman yeah, uh that also name also begins with D. There's also Derek, which is just another dude. Uh yeah, well yeah. Brown haired dude. Gerald. Uh but none of them have any characteristics. Uh-uh. I mean, we didn't even realise their the racial casting of it because apart
1: from the African American one.
0: Because she is a different colour.
1: <laughs> yeah. And that, but everyone else just looks white.
0: Yeah, and speaks just Occasional lines? (laughs) Yeah. Nobody is given any actual personality. Including Barbie. (sighs) They just say things, and things happen to them. And Barbie is perfect, and everyone gives her exactly what she wants all the time. To the point where it's creepy, because after she plays once in a diner, uh, an entire city throws a ticker tape parade for her. Yeah, that is... A bit... Is Barbie an elder god? <laughs> I mean, she must have some sort of mind-warping power.
1: Yeah, something is definitely... Something's definitely happening I now. mean,
0: I don't know whether she's a malevolent or benevolent minor, uh, 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 elder god, but, I mean, she... She seems to have created world... Oh, or at least advanced the cause of world peace simply by her existence as a person in a rock band.
1: Yeah. I mean... Benevolent in the sense that it is like she created world peace and made that happen. But what Malevolent in the sense of she did it all for herself.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I mean she is... um, It's not supposed to read this way but she is the most self-centered person imaginable oh yeah i mean at the um at the ball this fancy ball for world peace uh, where they're giving things in her honor where she suddenly announces that she's going to space to play a gig in space to dedicate to world peace uh the the only thing i could think of was bono yeah. that's fucking bono <sighs> yeah the cause is somehow all about the person who is there. I mean, people moan about virtue signalling, which is bollocks because virtues are something that should be signalled because that causes other people to do virtuous things. But bono. So, mm. what else then can we say? I mean, what about the toy sets that are being shown here? Because this thing's as toyetic as all heck.
1: I didn't see any.
0: Ah, but... spaceship i guess the spaceship most definitely which has to be a toy set. just
1: a generic spaceship but the van pink.
0: which is the barbie the, van, ro- the barbie van like but the, pink the van which looks like a it's pink. van uh weirdly the um the spaceship and the van looked a hell of a lot uh they they seem to have a very similar design internally just these six separate seats almost as if they were based on the van in kind of the 70s and then turned it into a spaceship uh, for the uh, astronaut Barbie set
1: yeah probably
0: Um, and there's a bunch of dolls of the characters because they are dolls and nothing else there's really nothing to say about this thing uh, except to compare it to Gem and the Holograms, which had characters. It was developed by Christy Marx, who had worked on GI Joe, as a one of the ma- one of the people in the writing room, and which was developed to be something that people could engage with. It may have been weird, and just eighties as all hell and batshit. But there was something to it. It had conflict, for example. Conflict was baked into the the thing itself. Battle of the Bands. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, I said that the problem with Elf was creating a villain for Elf to fight. But I think Barbie needed a villain. Barbie needed someone to say no to her. Because nothing she does seems earned... It would make for a much interesting watch. That's yeah, for sure. because, well, for some... I, I would like... Something would actually happen, for one.
1: Barbie's part. parents. <laughs> Barbie's parents? Yes. She seems like a total kind of Mommies and Daddies girl type right. character. It's this kind of... It's okay. My parents will pay for me. <sighs> She totally seems that kind of person Given her personality throughout this entire thing Yes
0: Well she is a rich white girl with a a house in Malibu
1: Exactly So having her parents put her foot down And go no you need to stop messing about It's time to become a woman No
0: Barbie you can't go into space (laughs) (laughs) Okay that's okay Well I mean I think we may be at this point.
1: Move- you can't go into space without bringing us the new. We're bringing back 60s flat Chaz and <laughs>
0: I. think we're moving on at this point to talking about how we would remake this in 2017, which I'd assume before
1: wipe out Barbie, <laughs> replace with New Gem and the Hologram Show.
0: Uh, well, that that that'd be nice, but I mean.
1: I don't care. Wi Fall Barbie deep. replaced with new Gem and the hologram show. Done.
0: Okay, but if this were no. a thing of its own.
1: No. I cancel it. If and there's... I replace it with a new Gem and the hologram show. I don't want more of this. I don't want a new one of this. I no. But what if No. But No.
0: How about Gem
1: and the holograms? With their hologrammatic mom.
0: Specifically the comic book version. Yes. The very cool comic book version that everybody likes. Yes. Yeah, I think you may be onto something there. I mean, on the one hand, Barbie and the Rockers, uh, they did actually make a new doll set in 2017. That's nice. I think it was a Target exclusive. Okay. On the other hand... um, there's nothing to remake here. I mean, like, I
1: think I would say my only fair comparison with this would be other similarly overly idealistic cartoons, because let's face it, this cartoon is idealistic as fuck, because it's just Barbie gets her way, Barbie is perfect, Barbie stores everything and exactly the right way, and everyone loves her for yeah, it. Yeah, but
0: is that idealism?
1: For Barbie, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it's it's this perfect world. I World mean, it, peace is achieved in a matter of seconds just because of some girl playing a ba playing with a band.
0: But I mean it's a power fantasy, but I mean it never establishes anything to use that power against. But I mean the thing is she's she's perfect no matter where
1: she is. She went back to the fifties where she's civilian from the future, everyone loved her then because she's perfect. It's an it's a power fantasy, yes, but it's an idealistic power fantasy in my opinion. I'd say the only real comparison you could make in that sense with a modern idealistic cartoon probably My Little Pony Friendship is Magic but even that has conflict Well, that's My Little Pony has um, conflict The
0: creator, uh, is it Lauren Faust? That's, I believe so, yeah Uh, She said that she created My Little Pony in its modern incarnation as an antidote to the the, uh, kind of cartoons that were aimed at girls when she was growing up that had no conflict (laughs) <laughs> and this is exactly what she was talking about yep. There is nothing that happens It's just a series of events Where Barbie gets her way no matter what
1: To be honest I would say The cartoon in itself is an antidote to most Modern cartoons as well It's just this Like, not really much Happens in it, it's no, just nothing. nothing oh, we're is... going to go on an adventure Oh no, you almost fell, don't worry Your friends are here to back you up oh, That was fun, fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the cartoons like.
0: Uh, you mean um, My Little Pony? Matched. Yeah, yeah.
1: The show that I watched six episodes on and then got immediately bored of because I think nothing I happened I watched a few it.
0: more than that, but I was under some pretty uh, heavy flu medication. It's very
1: much a medication. Uh, type flu
0: medication watch. and the first few episodes of My Little Pony are a good combination. It's just, but I it's really, a comforting
1: thing to watch. When I really dropped throw. off
0: when they introduced even smaller ponies. <laughs> I just couldn't handle that. The ponies were little enough.
1: (laughs) It reminds me of that fucking Ross Noble joke about her daughter constantly leaving My Little Pony toys everywhere. (laughs) Open the drawers and My Little Pony go in there.
0: But again, that's um, that's Hasbro, isn't it? Yeah. So Hasbro... (laughs) So on this Mattel themed episode, we are doing nothing but saying vaguely nice things about Hasbro.
1: And oh, it's... hey, how about this game we've been addicted to for the past like, a month or so? Drum mix. Oh, that's made by Hasbro too! Hmm. <laughs> it's almost as
0: if Hasbro think... are a lot better at this than Mattel.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh dear. Interesting thought. <laughs> this episode brought to you by... <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not, we can't
1: say that. We're not paid by Hasbro. Hasbro, if you're listening, or if you'd
0: like to pay us for this episode. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no one would pay us for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no one would pay us for anything, let's face it. Um. Yeah, I. Yeah, you couldn't remake it, it just wouldn't work.
1: No one would pay us for anything, except for Casper mattresses.
0: Casper mattresses.
1: <laughs> So, Mark, have I ever told you about Squarespace?
0: Because you should. <laughs> oh, I was watching. I, I I, did hear about Squarespace whilst wearing my Bombas underwear. Oh. Is Bombas underwear? No, MeUndies. MeUndies is underwear. What did Bombas do? Is that, I don't know. I've never heard Bombas. Is that just the company that will put you with your own... St- Style person no nope, style personal uh, stylist? I think that's oh god, I think Trunks Club I think that was, or something like that? I think Bombas might do it as well.
1: Oh, okay, that's nice. Either way. Listen to all of these lovely American services that we're not sponsored by, that we can't even use. A bomb Squarespace, get online. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell we listen to a hell of a lot of podcasts? You do. I don't. There's like Four main ones. You've got Squarespace, Blue Apron, Casper mattresses, and Meondies.
0: Stamps.com. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. It's almost as if there's only a very small number of companies uh, producing adverts on podcasts. Blue Apron. I'm just waiting <laughs> for
1: the point that, like, we actually do get sponsored, and then we come back to this episode and laugh.
0: Ah, uh, that's not happening. Um, uh, okay. Uh,
1: hey, if we keep it up long enough. If, our, if we remain sane long enough.
0: Sheerly by, uh, by dint of um, longevity. <laughs> you're not any good. Or oh, you're to, a podcast that's been going for the last ten years. So walking up to that beautiful shining light. <laughs> the
1: glistening hope. Have of, a box of, of food. Of Casper Mattresses. <laughs> yeah, of Nature Box. The glistening light Nature of Nature Box. box.
0: We're not paying you, we're just <laughs> handing you a nature box. Because peanuts. So how would you rank this um <laughs> this piece of nothing? Can we put this? A- actually, no, um before we rank DNQ? <laughs> I mean no, this is totally qualified. Oh I, I mean, wanted to put it in the DNQ list. I if, to- here's the thing if Samoti qualifies Bobby and the Rockers out of this world stars. totally qualifies as well because both of them are short-lived miniseries that were created as pilots
1: Bart Model Est, underneath Super Duper Sumo's Oh, I don't know. Super, Super Duper Simmos was awful, but we had stuff to talk about. I mean, we could have... Nothing happens in this cartoon. I mean, we... We have nothing to talk about. There we have a... not been able to talk about anything in this episode, hence why it's so short. I apologise, listeners.
0: I mean, we could have talked about the music, but... The music,
1: which is just generic synth pop. Yeah. And half of it is covers.
0: Uh, Done. Yeah. And you can't tell that they're covers because they sound exactly like the other generic songs.
1: Exactly. Which
0: have lyrics uh, like the ones that I started this episode with.
1: uh, Okay. I'm overruling you. It's going at the bottom of the
0: list. I don't agree. I do agree. Oh, cool. Two against one. (laughs) For as bad as... This is, I don't think it's yeah, cringe, it is. as cringeworthy as Super Duper Sumo's. No,
1: but again, I have to drive home the fact we had something to talk about in the Super Duper Sumo's episode. Bottom <laughs> of the list!
0: Um, I'm not sure I agree, though. I don't give a shit. Which would you be more embarrassed to be seen watching? <sighs> Neither, because I wouldn't be watching any of them. <laughs> Okay, if you had to watch one or the other, which would you watch?
1: Super Duper Sumo is because really? it's fun to riff on and go, good lord, this is a horrible
0: mistake. I, I liked riffing on this. There was barely anything to riff on. Yeah, I guess. There was nothing to I guess this I, thing. Here's the thing. I, I did do some riffing and there was more content from the riffing than the actual watching. Exactly my point. That's probably why I enjoyed it exactly for a given value of have enjoyed it <laughs> yeah okay there we go I mean it's it doesn't work does it at no. all not at all even less than super it's nothing movie. it's
1: just nothing it's 45 minutes of nothing 45 minutes of Barbie is perfect
0: look at her you'll never have a life like this it is a bad toy advert yep It doesn't engage the viewer.
1: Nope. It has no plot. Nope. It has no characters. Yes, it does. But, I mean, they're faceless.
0: It has three characters. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Four characters, including the dad of the girl.
1: Sure, yeah.
0: It has no sense of anything, does it? Nope. Yeah, you're right. It's bottom of the list.
1: Cool. In at number 23, Barbie and the Rockers. Right, I think we're done. Indeed, indeed. Uh, If you enjoyed this uh, very short episode of the sorry about that, uh, then you can give us a little like and review on iTunes, if you please. Uh, You can also subscribe to us, if you're not, on iTunes as well, uh, also known as Apple Podcasts, or Google Play Podcasts, or through an RSS link that we've got on our website. What's that website, I hear you ask? Why? It's mostlykobolds.com. That's right, mostlykobolds.com, where you can look at the five articles that we have up on there, and also our older podcasts too.
0: Uh, we're now averaging less than one every two weeks so good job us uh, saying that we're doing that and then failing miserably to keep that up
1: to be fair that's normal that's, that's pretty much on par for me I constantly do that so I don't give a shit
0: but what's next week Mark? well next week we take you through some more highs and lows as we enter Marchy.